It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Love Talk Radio. Everybody, it's Anne um, and a heart in Southern Arizona welcoming you to Dr. Catherine E. May's Wednesday evening call, um, which connects us with um, it's always a surprise and a wonderful surprise tonight. Uh, we're going to be connected with the Council of One that we're just getting acquainted with. Many of you have learned more about it by either being on uh, Peter Olson's Tuesday night call are listening to the archives of his call for many of one. We're learning more and more about how this cosmos is running and operating and getting to know more and more of those that are active in the development and uh, lifting of our planet and ourselves. So uh, tonight, uh, well, before I'll, I'll let Catherine introduce who's going to be tonight, I'll introduce Catherine, uh, who we have been known for over a year now with her wonderful messages, both uh, written messages and direct live channeled messages from the Cosmic Masters. Uh, Dr. Catherine May, uh, for those of you that are new and those of you that aren't, you'll just have to put up with me. I'll make it as concise as I can. But Dr. Catherine May uh, is a, a, a practicing clinical psychologist in New York and, and has been for over 35 years. Uh, she's quite well known, actually, globally now. And uh, She's much more than a practicing clinical psychologist in as much as the unique uh, technique that she not only practices but is now able to teach others was taught to her over a period of decades by a man named Amos, um, and she was the only of his students that persevered long enough to actually master it, uh, the visual tech, uh, centering technique, not only master it, but teach it to others. And many of her students now are exhibiting their abilities in this line. You can learn more about it by going to her website, which is whoneedslight.org, O-R-G, whoneedslight.org. And um, also, there's a plentiful supply of her book by the same name, uh, title, which is Who Needs Light? 
You'll see all about that. There's options of pricing, uh, and that can be found on the page book and author. So there's much to be learned, and we have much to be grateful to Dr. May, who um, in her very young years um, assumed everybody had the same unique abilities that, that she had, and uh, when she found out that others didn't understand, it made her, you know how children are, she tried to diminish them. But uh, now they're here in full force, just as she intended before she incarnated here. And we're very grateful to have Dr. May here tonight, uh, bringing us the Council of One and Mother Tara. We've got to learn to start calling her Tara. That is her preferred name, T-E-R-R-A. And uh, with that, uh, Catherine, Dr. Catherine E. May, tell us more. What's going on? Hi, Anne. Thank you for that lovely introduction. Um, Well, I have a feeling the council is going to have some interesting things to tell us. Um, They did give me a little preview. (laughs) I think I mentioned this last week. When they want to come through, you know, most of the masters have discovered that if they have a theme song that I can that I pick up on it right away. So each one has a different theme song. <clears throat> and the council plays, just a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> because they're the ones who who help us with our challenges. In fact, maybe help to... Um, keep our challenges and our obstacles in place, the ones that we decided upon before we came here. So I think they're the ones that must be doling out the medicine <laughs> that helps us learn our lesson. As long as they put some sugar with it, it's okay. Right. <laughs> and it does have a lot of love with it. So I think that's what this song is about. Mm-hmm. So they were singing to me a lot today because they're really they're really happy about being here and they you know, when I'd say, Okay, do you wanna to talk to me? they'd say yes and I'd sit down and they'd say one thing. And then, you know, sing their song for another hour and I'd say, Okay, is there really something else you wanna tell me? Well, um, they'd say one little thing, you know. <laughs> so oh, geez, we're going to have an exciting the... call tonight. I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> so they did tell me at the last minute that, um, uh, well, it wasn't too last minute. They said um, Tara would like for you to go out. Actually, this came from Tim in England. Tara mm-hmm. needs some more healing. Mm-hmm. So I went out. <clears throat> and and laid down on the grass and talked to mm-hmm. her. Um, so she'll have, I think she'll tell you about what her need was and why she called for help. Oh. So there, there are now lots of us who are really aware mm-hmm. of Gaia's needs for help and support and mm-hmm. healing energy. So... Now she just asks, and you know, pl- plenty of people respond and help her to feel better. Yeah. And last, you know, the last few days it was birthing pains. 
Mm-hmm. So we're going to have a very, some very exciting things happening on this planet, one of them being that Atlantis is going to... Um, What's the opposite of submerge? To re-emerge from the Mm -hmm. deep. And that's going to cause quite a stir, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Let's see how the scientists explain that one. (laughs) (laughs) Especially when the crystal shows up. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So I think she'll have an update for us. So I think the council will want to come first. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. We did talk um, recently that, you know, we mentioned on Peter's show, I think, last night, that we had suspended our our fracking campaign um, at the request of the council because I think they felt that at this moment it would have been too dangerous for us. So... And the reason that it's um, acceptable to suspend it, from from my point of view, and I guess from theirs too, is that as soon as we ascend and come back, we're going to take care of it. It will be done. <clears throat> there will be no more fracking, not if we have anything to say about it. So that will be taken care of very quickly. And I, you know, one of the reasons that I was particularly attracted to that campaign is that it's like a litmus test. Only the worst people could possibly think that fracking is a good idea. Only the greediest of the greedy could have, knowing the knowing the consequences in terms of pollution and and destruction, and what a filthy business it is, only the darkest ones could have possibly thought that it was a good idea, especially once they did the first one and discovered that it poisons people's wells and you know destroys farmland and everybody gets sick. Well, who would who would think that's a good idea? Only someone who is so disconnected from their hearts that they they can't care about anybody but themselves. So that was right, actually, that these are the darkest of the dark people who are left. And there aren't very many of them anymore who are, who are still at the top really pushing this kind of thing. But when they do, it creates such a well, they use money to just seduce and and hoodwink people, you know, paying people to use their land and and the, the farmers and the ranchers think that this is going to be a really good thing, and they turn uh communities against each other because some people really are convinced that it's not dangerous and that it's a really good thing, and it'll bring great prosperity to their community, and then they're stuck with it. So it's been a really evil manipulation and and uh, conniving and backbiting and, and 
assassinations and really dirty stuff. So I think this is why the, the council really thought it wouldn't be a good idea for us to wade into that right now at this moment while they're still trying to clear out the last of these guys. So it's on hold temporarily, but that does not mean it's not going to be done. I can promise everyone that. So that's that's the one thing. We are taking everything off the websites that have to do with that um, to keep a bit of a lower profile. I mean, people are already listening to this stuff enough, the people that we would rather not have listening. So we're happy to continue as we were uh, before and encourage people to do their write their own letters. That's you know you're not going to get yourself in hot water for writing to a congressman. So we still encourage that. So let's see. The other um, update is that since Anne is no longer taking personal emails. I think I should announce that tonight. That sounds awfully harsh. Can you make it sound a little better, please? Uh-huh. Well, since Anne has been told... I was sort of told, an you, said, you said R, they can shut your computer down again. Right. Since Anne has been given the ultimatum that she is no longer permitted Thank you. to answer personal emails um, because it was just too much, First, Sananda suggested this, and then the council also um, said they don't want you anymore. I mean, it was wonderful what you did for for mm-hmm. years, um, bringing people along, encouraging everyone, answering every question. But now we have this tremendous backlog of blog talk radio shows and messages. There are... I don't know, I think maybe 225 or something messages. Um, well, more than that when you count Sananda's um, new scriptures. Anyway, there are hundreds of messages there. And every question you could possibly think of is answered in those messages. So rather than you know, assume that Anne is our librarian and she will go get the reference material for you if you want it. We're going to ask people to read through and look things up for themselves. And we also have... I I think it'll be good for them to do that, get acquainted with, uh, get familiar and acquainted with uh, the... uh, That was what we were told at the point that at one time we thought that we would have no more Wednesday calls. They told us, we've given you everything. It's all there. You can't always be holding your breath for the next call. Um, we've over 200 messages, uh, the new scriptures. Everything is there, and now it is time to assimilate and apply. And that's what I want to do, too, if, if I had a little personal time, which now I'm getting some personal time. I mean, some of you had, have had more opportunity to research these things than I have. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to it and more meditation time. We all need that. Um, the bottom line is 
us and us. It's it's an inside job for each individual. And uh, there's no hanging on to anybody's shirt tails. We've got all the information. And I, for one, am going to be researching it and mostly meditating. It is so wonderful. So uh, thank you, Catherine, for explaining that. I appreciate it. And thank you to the Council of One and to Sananda uh, for absolutely giving me no choice. Um, My computer was down for a reason. It gave me quiet time. There was actually mm-hmm. nothing wrong with nothing wrong with it, was there, Catherine? No. You called you said there's nothing wrong with your computer. They just wanted you to get off of it for a while. <laughs> yeah. So it's, they do have funny ways of <laughs> making <laughs> themselves heard. They know how to get results. <laughs> and. So the I only reason they let you have your computer back was because you had to take off, <laughs> because you I had, had to, to remove the post <laughs> about fracking. Otherwise, they never would have given it back. <laughs> <laughs> and not taking the personal emails anymore. I, I Sometimes I spend hours just clearing those so I can get busy on the web work for everyone. So I make thousands of people wait while I'm answering one-on-ones. And uh, mm-hmm. it's always it's always been my policy, actually, the greatest good for the greatest number. And to offset um, help to the thousands by uh, doing a handful of intricate one-on-one emails really isn't fair. You know, it just isn't fair to the globe. And uh, so we have to adjust our thinking, myself included. So... Uh, folks, this will be our connection as well as breaking news. Um, and if I've got our newsletter, and you'll hear from me personally, and and I can do more that way than trying to answer unique, special little emails that uh, sometimes people write back and say, "Oh, forget it, I found it, or I did that." So <laughs> it's it it really happens like that. So thank you, Catherine, and. And thank mm-hmm. you, everyone. I'll be meditating right alongside of you because that's the time we're in now. Mm-hmm. That's what we're all supposed to be doing, raising our own vibration. And I also want to underline, too, that when people write in and ask one question and get an answer from us, they don't get to read the message. And in every message... There are levels and levels of meaning and much information. So when you go back and start reading through the messages, you're going to be surprised, even if you read them the first time around, you'll be very surprised that each time you'll learn new things. I find that when I go back and read the messages. So oh, yeah, because you're a different person each time you read them. You have changed. Oh, uh-huh. Right. So now we're at the point where we're supposed to be doing our personal work. And it's interesting how these messages have evolved, too. So now we've gone from hearing from individuals, um, you know, over the past couple of years, it's been Father God and St. Germain and Mother God and 
Archangel Michael and so on, um, individuals talking with us about what the process is all about and how to raise our own vibration. But now we have the council. So it keeps raising the bar for us. And the council is really, well, I think they'll, they'll talk about who they are and what they do, but they really are in charge of orchestrating the things that we're doing here on the planet. Now, that doesn't mean they're in charge of enacting the things we're doing. We have to do that. So it's very much a coordinated effort because, of course, we are the council. We are the ones who are incarnated here representing our higher selves. And just as everyone here on the ground, we are the masters. We are the ones who are implementing the things that we said we wanted and the contracts that we agreed to before we came here. Our higher selves have a a bigger view of what we're doing, but we're the ones who have to implement it. They cannot do it for us. So although there are certain things they can do to intervene when it's, um, for instance, they've told us that when it, it became clear that we were, our leaders, we're going to literally blow up the planet, that they have intervened at times to stop complete devastation. But in general, this evolution, you know, the prosperity funds that are going to be released were accrued when St. Germain was here in a body. That was not done from up above. And the Nasara laws and so on, the, the whole concept was developed here on the ground. And, you know, they're feeding back information to us to try and help us, especially lately when there are more and more people channeling, to try and help us see what they see so that we can have a broader picture. But they're not going to do it for us. And especially, yeah, where was just lately they said something about we can't we can't do anything. We can encourage you, but we need the boots on the ground to make it happen. So that's why many of us chose to dive back in one more time, our last go around, and uh, that's why so many of us. I think forty six percent was the last count I heard from Zora are at, here on the surface are actually boots on the ground from the ships. That That's how uh, huge an effort is underway right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so <clears throat> that, and I don't know what, you know, the other people might be boots on the ground from other planets. So, you know, he didn't give us the whole structure, I don't think, of the entire population, but everybody is here to learn and to help out. So now we have to concentrate because it's the time for our ascension. 
And we've been told over and over again that this is an individual process. We may all go at the same time, you know, that would be wonderful, but it would still be an individual process. Each person has to lift themselves to a higher dimension. We can help clear the portals, you know. We can help um, prepare the way. We can bring the information and the teachings, but each person has to apply this for themselves. And the council told me that they want to talk to us about what ascension is and what it looks like for from their point of view. So that should be helpful. So all of us are aware now, I think, that from the last couple of calls, that we have been told, Father God has said, we're free to go. We're free to ascend. Now, we don't, we still seem to be here, so there's still a little work to do, but it is the time. And we're going to start hopping into the higher dimensions, either one by one or all together or in a big wave or however it's, um, it's envisioned for us. It's time. So we're here to help pass on the teachings and encourage everyone not to get discouraged, not to think you can't do this just because you haven't done it already. We're getting a lot of help. And as the energies rise on the planet, there's still, you can still feel these waves of tremendous high-level energy. We're getting a lot of help. So, is there anything else we need to alert people to or make an announcement about? Well, um, are we going to have a call on Sunday? Ah, yes. I haven't talked to Sananda about it. Uh Uh-huh. Let's see. I could ask him right now. Sure. Let's do that. Let's call on Sananda. Okay. All right. Yes, he's here. Okay. It's easy to get a hold of Sananda when Anna's around. (laughs) Ah, that's so nice to say. Thank you. (laughs) Oh. So, Sananda, shall we do a call on Sunday? He said, yes, schedule it. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was interesting. That's okay, so we're scheduling it. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, these days, oh. we plan three days in advance. Yeah. All right, so we'll plan for Sunday. Sunday at 2 with Sananda. Wonderful. Okay. Training for we'll Ascension. Yeah, mm-hmm. Training for Ascension with the, with Sananda, and by that time he'll have his format identified. So that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Okay. All, All right. right so let's, um, yeah, let's go ahead and begin our channeling section of the show. And I'm going to ask that we, um, that we, if we answer questions, they just be, you know, a, a, sh- a short an- question and mm-hmm. answer. 
Um, yes. And hopefully the uh, the council will answer some of our questions. And, and to hold the subject matter, not to uh, was it my Aunt May that, that visited me last night, uh, things like that, um, that isn't right. possible to the rest of the audience. So um, in in fairness to everyone, let's try to keep the um, – Peter limited his to no me questions, just we questions. That was a nice way of doing it. <laughs> yeah, that so, was a very nice way of keeping it so that uh-huh. every question was applicable for everybody. Yes. So, yes, yes, absolutely, I would encourage that. Okay, um, well, and, and – um, and brief. that will come later after after we hear first from the council you say and uh and then we'll hear from Tara do we call her Tara or mother Tara Well we call her mother Tara but she thinks of herself as Tara Oh well I Tara is more friendly I think mm-hmm. mother Tara is more respectful but I think heart to heart Tara it just mm-hmm. seems to sound warm and friendly. Yeah. Right. Right. I don't know where I, the Gaia description came from. I think that was a human. Um, it sort of evolved on the Internet, I think. Yeah. Because Zora, from the day one, always said her name is Tara. He told us that three years ago. Mm-hmm. He says that's her name. That's what I know her as, Tara. And um, was it last night that they yes. said that um, project, that this Earth project, actually was a joint project between Zora, Father God, and Tara? So yes. he was co-creator of the Earth project. Mm-hmm. That was a that was a really interesting you know we're learning a new nomenclature the word project um project has yeah you know just like uh peter is identifying different projects on his many of one well it was sananda that started uh in his autobiography telling us about um the jesus project we didn't realize jesus was a project involving multiple souls. We didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That As was the many of, of it. Many of the important people that we know of have been. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, come. and they're identified. That you know, um, Caesar. The two Caesars were projects. Uh, El Moria is a project. Uh, it's all identified by Peter on many of one. Um, we just need to get our um, caught up on our nomenclature now and uh, the structure of the universe and creation itself as it starts unfolding before us. We're learning. What we're learning is that it's all a project and mm-hmm. that there are many involved in every at every step of the way. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. You know, oh, the yeah. um, the idea of a project. I mean, we we not only had to learn the nomenclature, but just the concept <clears throat> that two or more souls can inhabit one body, mm-hmm. and it provides a special um, possibilities for that for that 
person. Well, you, you know, told me a, a year ago, Catherine, that you and I were both Mary Magdalene, and that just blew me away because I hadn't even given any thought to Mary Magdalene my whole life. I just wasn't into it, nor was I into Jesus anything my whole life. I had blocked myself so entirely on that subject, particularly <laughs> the way it's presented uh, on the surface today. I, it was abhorrent to me for some reason. Now I know why. Now you um, know why, right, because it was so <laughs> inaccurate. I remember you you told me that you and I were both Mary Magdalene, and I just said, uh-huh, and I kind of put it on the back shelf, you know. But it was in, in the, your recent message from St. Germain that he commented, sort of like our incarnation as Jesus and Mary Magdalene, because you were there in the Jesus Project, as was I, as the twin flame of uh, St. Germain, who was invited by Sananda to join him in the Jesus Project. So he says it was more than any one individual could manage. I didn't want to go in alone. So St. Germain mm-hmm. said he would go in with me. And then the third one was El Moria that was later identified as, as actually a project itself, including Kathumi and Ashtar. The very, mm-hmm. very intricate uh, structuring. And it, then they wanted their twins to be there with them. So when St. Germain was being Jesus, Catherine was there to be his Mary Magdalene. And when <laughs> Sananda was being Jesus, I was there uh, to be his Mary Magdalene. It, it, it's just amazing how it all fits. You know, it's it took a year to start for me just to, grab hold of this concept that you told me a year ago. <laughs> um, the other thing that, that we've been told is that um, St. Germain is is uh, taking part in the Pope project. Mm-hmm. So whenever people get all up in arms about, oh my God, what is this Pope going to do? I reassure them, you know, don't worry about it. St. Germain's on it. (laughs) Yeah. Somewhere recently I saw the word incarnated. I don't think that was accurate. I can't remember what message it was in. I don't think it was one of ours. But someone said um, that St. Germain said he didn't have time to incarnate. He couldn't put in all that sleep time. (laughs) But he was overshadowing the Pope and, and, you know, advising and overshadowing, but he was not incarnated. He says, I can't can't have that much sleep time. He's too busy. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's the difference between... um, it's. I don't know if that would apply it to a walk-in, because a walk-in also has the sleep time. But he, it's. It's like they can. They can enter our bodies, and stay for a while, mm-hmm. and then leave. Mm-hmm. So he can go and hang out with the Pope, you know, and be there mm-hmm. while he's awake, and then he can leave and go do other things. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't have to put in the sleep time. He can go do something else while right. his body sleeps. Yeah. It's pretty efficient. <laughs> it is. It is. Well, it's a whole new world, and uh, 
we're all paddling as fast as we can paddle. I think we're doing great changing our concepts and you know, learning to digest and uh, assimilate this new knowledge that is far beyond. Uh, who was it? Was it was it Mother God? Someone in, in last week's message said, "You think you you think nothing's happened? Look at what you're talking about today compared to ten years ago." You know? Right. Mm-hmm. So we have come a long way, baby. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's easy to think that nothing has changed because you know we didn't have earthquakes and lightning and something mm-hmm. obvious. But my goodness, how things have changed! Oh, oh, we have we have changed ourselves. Our whole mm-hmm. subject of of understanding and discussion, uh, what's become part of our conversation, would would have blown us away ten years ago. <laughs> right. Well, it does blow the new people away when they first come here. So that's <laughs> one that's one of the reasons we have this little introductory part of the show where we sort of discuss what's new and um, and wrap it up in some humor <laughs> or at least some encouragement for people because people who are new to this um, are astonished because this is not written anywhere, you know, not in any mm-hmm. of the religious texts. So, all right, well, let's see what the council has to say. Okay, are you all settled in? I'm ready. Okay, get your last sip of water, and I'll just give you a little bit of a bridge here to uh, just kind of adjust yourself and your own uh, point of attention and frequency. And uh, this is a first for all of us. We're looking to hear uh, from a singular, I believe, spokesperson unidentified, perhaps was before, representing the Council of One. Um, Do we have a representative here? Do you have an identity? Yes, indeed, we do. I prefer not to focus on my identity. You will, I, I am speaking, of course, for the entire Council. Everything that we do is done unanimously. So I speak with my own voice, but it is the council that speaks. So my identity is not important. At this, I I see Catherine poking around to see who I really am. <laughs> It's not necessary that we <laughs> that we concentrate on individual personalities. In fact, it's important not to do that at this moment. So, the council is very much involved with all of you and your your ascension process, and we wish to be as helpful as we possibly can. Because this, of course, is something new, not ascension itself that we would like to emphasize, and we'll talk about that a little bit, but the idea that you're all going to accomplish it 
within a very short period of time, that is brand new. So here we are on the cusp of something magical, historic, and really astonishing from your points of view. Everything you've been taught, at least in the lower courses of science, would make you question, how can this be? How can a person move from this body that we're in into a higher dimension and become lighter? That doesn't make any sense at all. Well, it doesn't if, unless you have studied theoretical physics and quantum energy. The answers are there. It's possible to explain it scientifically. I won't try to do that at this moment with all of you. I will try to give you a perspective that will allow you to see how this is possible. You're probably all aware of the basics of physics, the law of um, the laws, the the first laws of motion, of conservation. Now, the law of conservation says that energy cannot be created or destroyed because it was created long ago, you know. And we're just using the energy that's already there. So your body, your human body, is made up of certain components, certain uh, chemistry and minerals and so on. And the shift that is going to happen when the transition, when you move from being a three-dimensional body to a higher dimension requires the shift in your DNA. You have heard people talking about the codes that are being changed. That means simply that the crystalline qualities that your cells are taking on does not mean that you're going to become um, rock-hard like a, a quartz crystal. That is not the process. There are crystalline forms of every uh, compound. For instance, a snowflake. Think of the difference between a drop of water or the same quantity of water, and snowflakes. A snowflake weighs a minute percentage of what an equal volume of water would weigh. That, I think, is a close analogy to what you will be experiencing when you move from being this heavy body that is mostly water to something similar to a snowflake where there is more space between the molecules and where your, your molecules 
evolve into a lighter substance. It is in the plan. You don't need to do it yourself. Your DNA knows how to do this part of it. What your part is, is to raise your emotional and mental body and spiritual body to activate the codes in your DNA that will create this lighter, airier body still with the same, well, of course not identical, this a similar amount of energy. But as you, as your body becomes lighter, you will experience an increase in the light and love energy. The, literally the electrical experience. Many of you can feel it happening now. It feels as if you're humming, doesn't it? Often it feels as if your your finger is plugged into the light socket because you feel the strong waves of electrical energy flowing through you. That is a natural part of this process. Now, I hope this helps to make it a little bit clearer without being too technical. We want you to be reassured that you really are in command of this process. There are certain things happening, but they are happening as you permit them to happen. Those people who are uh, refusing to, to even consider changing their way of life or revising the way they feel about things will not be experiencing what you're experiencing. Someone who insists that they have to eat a steak every day and drink a lot of bourbon every night before they go to sleep are not going to be feeling the kind of shift, the kind of transition that you're feeling because they are keeping their body in a heavy, low vibration. You can resist the process. And there will be many who do for a time. But the process itself allows you to raise your vibration and to evolve into a lighter, brighter experience of having a body that is very different. It's all in your DNA, but you must give the permission for your body to experience it. This is why we have all of these sessions to help teach you what you need to do, what you need to agree to in order to accomplish this. You do have free will. You have had free will. Since the moment you came to this planet, in this 3D body, you have had free will. You have created your own lives. 
You've created the events. Now, some of them, of course, were pre-planned. But your response to them is what shapes the life that you live. The same applies to your bodies. The way you think about it, the way you envision it, shapes the way you will experience it. So the way you think about ascension will determine what you experience. Now, that might be not what you thought. Maybe you thought it was going to happen to you. Maybe you thought all of a sudden your DNA would be changed and then poof, you will fly out of your chair into a higher dimension. Well, from one perspective, that's what it might look like. That is what it will look like or seem like when it happens. But that's only the last moment. That will require preparation. And the preparation we're going to talk about tonight. Many of you have known that your diet is a very important part of this ascension process. Many of you have either gradually or suddenly become vegetarians because you've become aware of the fact that animals are your friends and also that your body doesn't need that kind of heavy protein um, protein-heavy diet that you were used to in the lower dimensions. And as you have evolved in your eating habits and your, your daily habits, you can feel yourself becoming healthier, stronger, and lighter. It is also a good idea not to eat meat because the meat that is offered to you in your stores is is uh, produced under such horrible conditions that the poor animals are suffering. And when they suffer and are killed and then you eat it, you are absorbing the low vibration the fear, the panic even, that the animals feel. No one should consume that. And then people wonder why there's so much disease. Well, first of all, your bodies don't require that kind of heavy diet anymore. It never you never did require as much as people were used to eating. But that has changed dramatically. And, of course, other other chemistry that has a way of changing your diet is not recommended. Alcohol lowers your vibration, helps you to remain in the in a lower um, electrical vibratory state. 
sugar, of course, has a tremendous effect. Many of you are just beginning to learn that the the um, process by which sugar was introduced into almost everything in your food supply that wasn't that doesn't come directly from a plant is toxic to the human body. It is one of the most addictive substances and it is one of the most destructive. Now, we could also speak about uh, the kind of drugs that people call recreational, but in many cases those are only slightly more destructive than the drugs that are produced by your pharmaceutical companies. You have heard the dangers of growing old in the Western world. One of them, one of the greatest dangers is that you will be, that you will die of a toxic overdose of prescription drugs. That has been a shame, hasn't it? People are convinced that as you grow older, you must be sick and you must be feeble. It's nonsense, of course. And those who begin to treat themselves or let their doctors treat them with massive amounts of various sorts of concoctions of unnaturally produced chemicals, well, it's a tragic thing. And each one of those chemicals interacts with your body's cells to produce destructive, uh, to, to actually kill the cells. And that is not going to get, to help anyone to get well. And that's not an accident, of course. You've heard recently the cabal really was interested in reducing the population. And they've been very clever about it. You know about chemtrails. You know about vaccinations now. Well, the same holds true for sugar in all of your food and toxic chemicals, fluoride in your water, antidepressants, um, antibiotics, all prescribed endlessly to the point where it's in the water supply of every major city in the world now. This is a global epidemic. Now your your galactic brothers and sisters are working very hard to help. You know that Mother Terra, as you call her, has had to work tremendously hard to try to clear these chemicals and toxins. It has been such an extreme overload in recent years, especially because of the pharmaceuticals that are introduced into the water, which then go, of course, into the rivers and into the sea, into the land, so that the enti- there is not a place on the entire globe where the land, the water, and the air 
is not filled with artificial chemicals. Now, don't get me started on plastics. You know enough about that, I'm sure. How PVCs and everything has has created danger all around you. Carcinogenics in baby clothes, baby furniture, car seats, all of those things. So why am I mentioning these things? Why does the council want to speak to you about this? Because it is your work, beloved ones, to cleanse yourselves as much as you possibly can of these toxins. Because the more you ingest one way or another of these of this chemistry, the harder your body has to work to make this transition. Just as Gaia has to work so hard to try to clear these toxins and reduce them back to their original properties, Earth, just as she has to do that, your body has to do the same to try to process all these toxic chemicals, to reduce it, break it down into something that your body can eliminate. And many of these toxic things that have been injected into your food supply do have a very detrimental effect on your DNA and specifically on this process that we're describing. So I suggest to you, beloved ones, do not ever again eat anything that comes in a box. The fruits and vegetables are toxic enough if you don't buy organic food that's carefully overseen. And even then, it's still in the air and the water and left over in the land. The best you can do is to eat organic fruits and vegetables and grains. And there's little else that you need. And that will put you in a, gradually will help you to detoxify so that the energies that are coming through that are specifically designed to help um, initiate this process of change in your body are able to do their work. And so your DNA is able to respond appropriately. Plus, we don't want you damaging your bodies and damaging your DNA before you have a chance to experience the beautiful ascension that is coming for you. So be very mindful of everything that you put into your body. I haven't even mentioned smoking and, you know, injecting yourself with drugs that goes without saying that it is simply suicidal. So, 
time to wake up and enjoy this process that is a gift to you. You came here to experience it. And anything that prevents you from experiencing it is a real shame. Now, this is partly what you, all of you, will be addressing when you come back. So there's no accident that many of you have had a brush with some of these things I've just described, or more than a brush. You understand what it's like. You understand how hard it is. And because of that, you will be compassionate with those who come after you. But now, it is for you to lead the way. You don't have to be on a soapbox to help people learn. Simply be the one when you go out to dinner with a group. Be the one who carefully chooses what you eat. Be the one who refuses the alcoholic beverages. Be the one who cleanses your food by using the simple technique of placing your hands on each side of your plate to clean and energize the food and teach everyone at the table how to do it. Those are the simple things that you can begin to concentrate on. Many of you have already done most of these things, and we commend you for that. And by simply conducting your life in this way, you will help others. Now, let us move on to the practices, the meditation practices that are helpful. It has been encouraged, you know, that you read the messages and that you learn the dynamics of what goes on here and where you're headed. But that's not the important part. We do that Because this is the way you're used to learning, first of all, by hearing the descriptions and the instructions and so on. But we try very hard not to place you in a state where you're simply analyzing with your, what Father God calls, your vault of knowledge, your brain, your computer That is not the purpose. You won't find the answers there. You won't find the answers in any form that your brain can use. The answers are in your heart. And when you connect your heart mind with your soul mind, the soul mind in the center of your brain, your heart mind in your chest cavity, When you link those two and you open your heart chakra and you open your crown chakra and you feel the energy of love and light flowing through your body, that is the trigger. 
That is what sets off the process of upgrading your DNA. So if you are one of those or if your family members are those who fight it, you know, and refuse to um, give up their smoking or their drinking or their various habits that they think are pleasures in life, well, it will simply take them longer. That's not for you to worry about right now. You set the good example and do your meditations every day because you are now, beloved ones, you are primed to be ready for your own ascension. Now, we have given you many tools. We have encouraged you to read Catherine's book. Well, it wasn't really Catherine's book alone. It was our book as well. We have encouraged you to read it because it helps to clear away all the old emotional issues, childhood, feelings, and thoughts. Many of you don't think of it that way. You just think you're anxious. You just think you're depressed. Well, I will tell you once and for all, there is no such thing. Anxiety is something you act upon. It is something you create. It is something you do. It is not something that happens to you. Depression is not a black cloud that follows you around. It is a concoction of dark feelings. And those dark feelings are the result of a concoction of dark thoughts. Your own. Now, you may have learned them from other people. They may be all around you. So you think it's coming from the environment. But I assure you, as adults, it is not. It is coming from within your own mind. Now, let's be clear. It is coming from your own brain. Ideas and thoughts that have been stored there and are emanating like the black box the transponder on an airplane that beeps. This is what happens once you absorb these dark ideas that have been all around you for generations. It's no wonder people absorb them and think that it's a part of your makeup, but it is not. They are simply ideas and thoughts that you have been taught. Either deliberately, specifically, or rather arbitrarily by having experienced difficult childhood um, upbringing, those ideas become lodged in your brain and recycle and, and um, emit the dark energy that then creates these feelings of despair and depression 
discouragement. You can turn this around. And we have seen all of you, all of you, listening, working, evolving, holding yourselves accountable. It's a marvelous thing to see. So many of you growing by leaps and bounds because the moment you see this process, truly, the moment you see that you are creating your own feelings, that is the beginning of a complete shift that will allow you to revise how you feel, to revise how you see the world, to change yourselves utterly from someone who thought that you were buffeted about by the winds of, of uh, fate to someone who understands your experience of life depends upon you. Your, in, your interpretation of the events around you brings upon you feelings that then are interwoven with what you call your life experience. You have created that tapestry. Now, granted, when you're a child, you get a lot of help from the people around you. They give you the instructions about how you're to weave this tapestry and what com the components should be. Don't laugh so much. Sit still. Stop asking questions and so forth. Well, now it's time to shake all of that off and understand, beloved ones, your life experience is your own. Your ascension is your own. You will happily join with your friends your soulmates, and your twin flame. When you do ascend, now some of you may already be with those soulmates and twin flames and so on, but all of you will meet your loved ones in higher dimensions, eventually. If you're the first one of this earth family, who happens to ascend, so be it. Don't worry if your partner or your brother or your parents or your neighbor are not ready. It doesn't matter. You are responsible for your own destiny. And by taking the first step, you will. Be the friendliest neighbor, the most loving brother or sister, the most considerate partner, because you will be doing what is in the best interest of everyone. And when you do complete your ascension, you have 
you have all asked this question many times. Yes, you can come right back to be with those you love and to help them. Everyone will be given a mentor. So the job will be much easier for you after your own ascension. You won't have to be dragging them along, trying to convince them, and getting a lot of heat in the process. For once you have ascended, well, there's not much of an argument, is there? And as we've said before, who really wants to be last? Once you see the people around you returning brilliantly healthy and bright and happy, their arguments are going to sound rather tinny, aren't they? Oh, yes, but I'll believe it when I see it. Well, okay, here it is. This is what it's like to ascend. Would you like to? Or would you rather stay here and be miserable? (laughs) You will speak for yourself. Your actions, your being, will speak louder than any words. So do not fear for a second, beloved ones, that anything bad can come of your ascension. Not for you, Not for your children, not for your pets, not for your mother. You do not need to be concerned that anyone else will be harmed by your brilliant success. Does that carry an echo that's familiar? Oh, but if I'm successful, other people are going to feel bad. If I move ahead too fast, other people will be jealous or angry or they won't want me anymore in their life. That was the teachings of the cabal. How effective to hold people back, to threaten them. Nobody will love you if you're too successful. Now you have lots of slaves who will work for nothing and do whatever you tell them. Don't for a moment believe any of that. You have been shown those ideas are simply dark propaganda that has been used to hold you back. There is nothing about raising your vibration, going to the light, being aligned with God. There is nothing that can cause damage in that. Not for you or for anyone. But isn't it interesting that that's almost always the first thought that people have? Oh, but I'll be leaving people behind and then they'll be sad and they'll be miserable and I can't cause that. Nonsense. They will be awestruck. How could that be a bad thing? They will be in wonder. Their eyes will open, perhaps for the first time. They will be inspired. And they will want what you have, what you have learned, 
what you have accomplished, and it will be offered to them as well. Those who have not had the kind of training you've had here, this is what they will be offered. Never fear, dear ones. This is the miracle you have always wanted. And miracles do not come with damage. They come with joy. And this miracle is going to lift every heart, every soul, will find the destiny that they came here to experience. So, anyone on this call who even has a thought that there might be something bad that will happen because of your ascension, banish it from your mind at this moment. There can be nothing that will hurt anyone from being bathed in light, from elevating your energy, and from joining your brothers and sisters in the higher dimensions. There will be no broken hearts. There will be no damage. There will only be joy and wonder. And each one, each human, will have to work with themselves, will have to learn, understand, do the work, raise their vibrations. Everyone will need to do exactly what you're doing. That's not a bad thing, is it? That's a wonderful thing. And everyone will be given the wherewithal to do that. Every single human being will be taught what they need to know. And they will learn it at whatever speed they are capable of doing. And that's as it should be. So those of you who came here to be on the fast track, enjoy it. Let your hearts be filled with light and love and hope. It is a wonderful time. You have the opportunity now to do something together, many of you at a time, that has in the past been a, a very individual process, mostly unknown. Yes, men, your masters, many of them have, have told about their own ascension. You, of course, you know about about the res- what they called the resurrection of Jesus, well, it was precisely what you're about to do. And this is what he came to teach. And he said it very clearly. 
to the people around him. This, too, you will do and more. So here you are, fulfilling that. Fulfilling that promise, that prediction. It is your time. Now let us describe to you what it looks like to us as someone prepares themselves to ascend. We can see your light quotient. The amount of, let's say, connection that you make with your higher self. It creates a kind of luminescence in your aura. When you connect to your higher self and acknowledge that that's who you really are, the soul that is your higher self is the greater proportion of who you are and you link to it, you become larger, brighter, more powerful. You know those light bulbs that you can put in a lamp and you can turn it up to the first illumination and the next click takes it to higher wattage and the third click makes it truly bright. This is precisely what you'll be doing. You're going to the highest luminescence So you'll go from one to three. Turn on your bright light. And when you connect, feel the sense of reaching upward. Right up from your heart, from your whole body. Start with your toes. From your toes all the way up through your legs, feel the energy. Your solar plexus, your heart, up through your crown chakra, right up to your higher self. And feel that energy like um, the fireworks, those great ones that explode in the air and you see the sparkles coming down around. That's how you look when you reach and connect with your higher self, you create an aura of light. Now, allow yourself to rise up to meet your higher self. That is ascension. Your higher self is in the fifth dimension and above, can access higher dimensions as well. Your higher self is God. When you make that connection, you literally plug in to what we think of as the one. 
all of us together, electrified by the energy we all share. That is ascension, beloved ones, and it is what we see you doing when you reach to make that connection with your higher self. We see you rising. We see that you're ready. You have been healing. You have been restoring yourselves to health. You have been opening your hearts. And this is what has prepared you. And now when you allow yourself to rise, to meet your higher self, to merge with your higher self. This is ascension. Now I think we'll leave it at that for now and let you ponder it. Think about your meditation tonight Before you go to bed, let yourself feel this. Now, I should have introduced us, I suppose, in the beginning, but I'm going to tell you a little secret about us, the Council. We call ourselves the Council of One. There are actually 64 of us, but we work as one. This is how we operate in the higher dimensions. We are 64 unique individuals who think as a group. As a group consciousness, as a cooperative group We do not act alone, ever. Every decision, every project is agreed upon unanimously. And so this is why I say to you, I am not an individual. I am the council. All 64 of us are the council. We oversee, we consider, ponder, and debate. And we have been working together for millions of years. You beloved ones are very familiar with us Many of you have served on our committees, on our groups. Many of you have been in our council. It is a wonderful relationship. It is a higher level of democracy than anything you have experienced on the surface. 
but it is the model that many of your leaders have tried to reach for. This is what you will establish when you return to planet Earth in her new beautiful form, cleansed, renewed, just as you will be. It is a wonderful, wonderful thing. And we will send you now our simple blessings, our great love, We will pour down love on you as you practice, as you raise yourselves. We are with you. Call on the master, the angel that you feel most comfortable and most attracted to. Ask them to help you. They won't lift you, you know, but they will encourage you. They will send you love. And if you listen carefully, they'll send you instructions. They'll tell you, you know, maybe you should do a little more of this or a little more of that will be helpful. We are here for you. We love you without end. We are your counsel. Namaste, beloved ones. Namaste. Wonderful. What a teaching. Something we need to listen to more than one time and incorporate into our daily lives just as quickly as we can assimilate it. It's the way. It's the door. The path. And it can only be done one by one, an inside job. (laughs) That was lovely, Anne. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was a great teaching. It put it all in perspective. And it was clearly stated, no confusion, nothing ambiguous. It was clearly stated, and uh, there's no deviating from it. It's just a matter of assuming it, taking it in. The sooner the better. Oh, that's wonderful. Yes, I'm I'm glad you do these little wrap-ups because I feel that when I'm when I'm channeling it, but you know, I don't hear the specifics, so I'll have yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you're, you're at a disadvantage, and sometimes, you know, your life sweeps you away. You don't get a chance to, you know, really um, benefit from these messages sometimes as much as we do, because we're right there, you know, while you have had to step aside. Yeah, we're very grateful, Catherine. It was a wonderful message. Thank you. You know, I I used to think that was true that I didn't benefit as much as others, but mm-hmm. uh, there's I I benefit in a different way, and maybe oh, even yeah. 
I mean, it's a special privilege, I think, because oh, yeah. when one of these wonderful masters comes in mm-hmm. to inhabit my body, I'm changed by it. Wow. So I don't hear the words as much as I mm-hmm. feel the presence. Yes, yes. Mine is an experience lesson. I learn how it feels to be in the state that they're describing. Oh, my. So I feel blessed. Oh, by all means. Um, I, don't some, I, I don't generally go back to listen because I feel like I've learned it by experiencing mm-hmm. it. Well, it's, it's become part of you. You don't have to know the words or be able to quote the words. It's become... Mm-hmm part of you yeah it's it's Mm -hmm. um built in already yeah that's yeah so i feel blessed oh yeah well it was quite a teaching and uh, we have it in very clear words for those of us that uh, um i'm sure we picked up as you say the the spiritual energy that was present um so we we did hear the words of course and can listen more and over it again but i think if we look into our heart and mind uh we'll find the feeling that came along with it mm-hmm. and that you're describing so i don't want you know people to feel like they they missed something i think we all got it you got the words and we got the feeling you know on different levels uh-huh. It was a wonderful teaching, yeah. They've often said this that that the energy, the vibration is in in the the archives as well as in the lesson that you're listening to. Yeah. So it really is. I hope when people listen to these that they just let it wash over them. Mhm. That's that's really I think the most effective way. Absorb and this feet. was a very yeah, and this was very serious and um, um, what do, what do I want to say? Um, more than serious, um, but it, it wasn't embellished in humor or entertainment uh, qualities at all. It was um, a very serious. Um, source of of direction that we cannot avoid we can't say oh they were just joking they said this or that no 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 it's all there Mm-hmm. yeah they seem to be right down to the basics now mm-hmm. all right here's how mm-hmm. we do it let's go that's right and then we're here to offer suggestions you can call on you know, whoever you feel most comfortable, they won't do it for you. They might suggest, well, you might try this or you might try that. But it's our work, period, and there's no avoiding it. Mm-hmm. Well, we have each have our assignments, I think. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we can't do it as a group project, so to speak. It's because we're all unique, um, and we all are working on unique levels of past experience, uh, we don't want to confuse them with somebody else's unique level. Only we know those unique levels. 
Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, that was fun. <laughs> now, we also have Gaia mm-hmm. waiting to talk with us. Yes, we're looking and forward of course, to that. She is on the same path we are. She's mm-hmm. ahead of us, but mm-hmm. she is doing exactly the same kind of things that we're doing. It's, you know, I, I only recently realized how similar her process is to ours. When she asked for help to clear away the very last bits of any feeling that was left over from her having been almost destroyed during Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And and then um, again almost destroyed by the the atomic bombs and the nuclear explosions that have been mm-hmm. Oh, when you think about it. Oh, thank goodness it's they're like, not doing it. Like children this. playing with dynamite, you know, and and oh. totally oblivious. They just want to make an effect. They just want to show that they could create a big effect and know that they they were the responsible one. It's so so much the ego and so childlike. Yeah. Yeah. Just, so, we have to grow up, yeah. Thank goodness there aren't, you know, nuclear bombs being exploded um, mm-hmm. every month anymore. But there was a time when mm-hmm. it was just, rampant mm-hmm. that every country wanted to have a bomb and wanted to test it so think of I it. saw a map of that it showed all the testings the whole globe was covered with it they had them all um, uh, pinpointed and identified and it was just plastered all over the globe nuclear <laughs> nuclear testings yeah think of the pain that caused her so last yeah. week I when I went to, um, or two weeks ago, I guess it was, when I brought through that message, an appeal from Mother Earth, it was the last clearing to get rid of all of those old feelings from the old timeline. Mm-hmm. The old timeline that would have predicted that we would be living through this dark, ugly lifetime experience that we had been on and that it would continue. That was that lifeline where the planet might mm-hmm. have been destroyed. We jumped far from that. We've made many jumps just in the last week or two. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim told us there were we jumped four timelines on May 2nd. Mm. This means we are now far from that old timeline that would have predicted Armageddon. You know, or the apocalypse. It's not going and to happen. We, yeah. It's, and we it's, actually have a whole new experience slate clean in front of us 
um, mm. uninfluenced by any of the old. I mean, we're free to create brand new now. Yes, because we jumped all those timelines, it's over because we left the timeline. That's something we haven't talked about a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, I'm just beginning to really, I think you have to have a kind of visual picture. It's like you're mm-hmm. on, you know, when you drive in L.A., the, the highways are ten lanes, five in each direction. Mm-hmm. And it's like that. We We were on, you know, the far left lane, and we've leaped, or maybe the far right, let's say, and we've leaped all the way across mm-hmm. to the best timeline with the highest vibration and the most beneficial outcome, the most positive one. So we are now headed for a fabulous future. Everything has been speeded up, and it's all good. So we're going to see things happen so fast. Oh, I just heard my computer say goodbye. Oh, since I've got this, com- oh, now what am I going to do? It's, you know, all, it, it's changed all my settings. Well, I'm going to have to start the computer again, Catherine. Oh, well, let's not worry about it. Um, I will call in. Tara. Oh, I can I can do it. Yeah, okay, let's go ahead and, and I'll worry about that after we get going. Uh, yeah, if you're, you're not able to, I I still have the panel. Um, yeah, okay. Well, let's yeah, don't, don't worry about it. up your mind with that. Let's just go ahead and um, you're ready to go ahead now and uh, invite uh, Tara. Yeah, we have to get, we decided we liked calling her Tara. Yeah. It sounds um, like like a sweet sister to me, you know. It has <laughs> a nice feel about it, Tara. So, dear Tara is standing by. And, um, Catherine, have you had your last sip of water? I'm going to do that right now, and then I'll step aside okay. and let her come through. Sounds wonderful. Okay, so we'll give you just a short little bridge here. And uh, Tara is getting more and more as uh, an integral part of our family. Um, The more we speak and and visit together, the more comfortable we feel. And when I was doing my meditation this morning and I had my stocking feet on my tile house floor with concrete underneath and then the surface of Tara underneath of the concrete, I got out my pendulum, and I said, Tara, can you feel my feet? And I got a positive response that I was connected. So um, with that, I think Tara is standing by to connect with all of us now. Are you here, Tara? We'd like to welcome you. Yes, my dear. Greetings to you, Lady Nada. Yes, indeed, I do feel your feet. Oh, that's nice. And it is a lovely energy. And I appreciate your connection. And this is really what I'm here to say today is how much I appreciate 
the loving attention and kindness and compassion I have felt from all of those who who came forward and offered to help. It was it was a remarkable thing. You know, there have been times in the past when I've asked for help and there have been, you know, those those loyal light workers who took it upon themselves to be attentive and to care for my needs and to send love. And that was a wonderful thing, of course. But your numbers have grown and your power has increased. It is a very different thing. It's like the difference between... um, Hearing, hearing a ship's uh, horn through the mist as opposed to feeling the presence of a person who hugs you. It is so direct now and so immediate and so warm. The love that I have felt in the past Three weeks from those who have offered to help me is just heartwarming and has helped me so much. I did say last, maybe, you know, I I don't pay much attention to what you call earth time. <laughs> I don't think of it as my own. <laughs> especially since we've all raised our vibration to a higher a higher dimension of course we're not concerned so much with dates and weeks but we are remembering that there was the period from April 15th until the 25th that was a miraculous time I went through a tremendous shift during that period, as did many of you. And as I was stretching and beginning the work of raising Atlantis back to the surface, I was feeling the strain. It is very hard work, raising a continent, and we joked about it in the message that it was like the game that you play with children where they have to carry an egg on a spoon and run with it and be careful not to drop it or trip or (laughs) do any damage. Well, that's how it felt to me. I am raising the continent, but I'm doing it very carefully so that I don't create tsunamis and chaos and destruction on all your shores, which, of course, it would do normally. A planet would simply stretch and push and create and have a wonderful time just being explosively creative. But, of course, I've been very careful instead. This time, I've had to 
measure my movements very carefully. And when I complained a bit about birth pangs, I got lots of help. In fact, it felt to me like I had a team of midwives surrounding me, caring for me, sending their loving energy. And you know, for me, as well as for you, the care of those who love you makes everything feel all right. And I wanted to simply thank all of you. We're not done. There is more. I will raise the crystal, and your lives will begin in a new way. Everything will be different for you. I cheer you on, beloved ones, Ascending to the fifth dimension, I assure you, is a fabulous experience. You have all been there before. It's not new. We have all been to higher dimensions before. It may not be a part of your conscious memory. But deep in your heart, you know. Come with me. Connect with me. Be with me in this beautiful project that we have created together. I love you one and all, and I feel your footsteps on my body. I know you. I feel when you're at peace. It sends the vibration deep into my heart, and I feel peace as well. I feel your anguish. I feel your pain. I feel your sadness. But I also feel your joy. And that energy is rising It is exhilarating, it's inspiring, and it's very fulfilling for me to see those who I've cared for for so many lifetimes, so many eons, rising up. I see your light shining brilliantly. What a triumph it is. What a glorious time it is. I love you with all my heart. I am so glad that we've done this together. It was worth it all. Namaste, beloved ones. Namaste. Mm, Namaste, Tara. Our sweet sister, part of our family, we're all uniting. This is 
just a wonderful experience that we're all getting to know each other so well and amazing that you, Tara, can know us individually. That is um, something we uh, are still adjusting to but so grateful for so that we know that as I did this morning saying, Tara, do you feel my my feet here on the on the clay on the tile floor above the concrete above your surface uh and Terrace told me she did so she will feel she feels us and sometimes even within our house if it's directly connected to the surface of the earth um we just can connect with her so easily and the more connections the better what what a lovely voice Tara has. So sweet, so loving. And uh, Catherine, I'm sure you're yes. here. I'm still enjoying her energy. She felt so happy. Yeah, yeah. She just felt so, so sweet. happy. Yeah, so, such a sweet voice. And yeah, just um, it's wonderful that we can feel this personal relationship it's just beautiful oh my (laughs) she was just well I have tears in my eyes imagine that she's feeling grateful to us (laughs) well we're all in this together that's Sananda's famous words we're all in this together and now through you that we can communicate together and communicate with our beloved Tara personally and feel this beautiful energy that you really felt, um, but it was so evidenced in her voice as well. It's just wonderful that we can get to know each other and pull each mm-hmm. other along. Yeah, I think general normally we would have to die to you know ascend mm-hmm. to a higher dimension to find these things out mm-hmm. and we're we're yeah. getting reviews oh we're so blessed i think they're working very hard to try and make mm-hmm. it clear to us what we need to do what's ahead to help well, us we're the breakthrough it's like like uh uh, the council was telling us when they see the ascended ones um, who have hardly been gone a second, and yet it may have been weeks of experience uh, to the person that ascended, but they're right back with their family, but different. Um, that's the breakthrough, and they're eager for us to do our work. Uh, the sooner the better. It's going to start the ball rolling, but it's a breakthrough individually, but it's going to be a huge breakthrough for the planet as these ascended mm-hmm. ones return and show themselves. Yeah. Yep. Well, I feel very happy. It was really nice um, telling Tara. Oh, oh I, I bet. Just, I I'm bet. just feeling really happy and mellow here. 
<laughs> well, you've had uh, your own personal plug-in connection, as we talked about the other night, um, when you have gone out heart-to-heart with, with Tara uh, out in your own backyard. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm sure that it makes it all the more familiar to both of you when you do these sessions uh, that we're included in. Yeah. How about um, we could answer a few questions. Yeah, there's not a whole lot here. I don't want to take it too late. And once we start, you know, answering questions, usually the list grows. Let's let's limit it to four questions. And let's pick... You know, when Father God says, pick I'm going to pick some that I know that I'm not familiar with to give other people a chance. Okay. Uh, there's some that I know have recently talked either on this show or other shows. And then that that kind of is the same um, bearing all the time. And, and others that have never had a chance to speak. So I'm going to kind of look for those that I'm not familiar with. Mm-hmm. Does that seem like a plan? <laughs> sure. That's okay. A good idea. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for this two one six number here, ending okay. in three four five three, and uh, we always ask for your first name and where you're calling from, and and uh, do be concise with your question and conclusive with your acceptance of the answer, so that we can, you know, comfortably move on without cutting you off. So, 216 area code. Hello. Yeah. Hello, Hello. Ann and Catherine. This is uh, Angela from Cleveland. Well, hi, hi, Angela. Angela. How are you? I'm just fine. I know Angela personally. We had dinner once when I was in Cleveland. Yes. Oh, nice, nice. Okay, I'm going to be quick with my question. And this question is for uh, Tara, I guess it would be, regarding the raising of the new continent. Where is all the water going to go? Is that going to sink some states or cities like uh, it was prophesied before? Ah, well... I think I can answer that question without having to take the time to bring Tara back. Um, She can raise any continent she wants. So the water will redistribute very gradually. And if it is going to, you know, come up into the cities, we will have warning. So people are not going to be swept away in tsunamis. If there is, um, the cities are going to be gone anyway. So if there is a a time when we have to move away from the cities, we will do that. But it's not going to be sudden or devastating. Okay. Okay. That was my only question. All right. I nice really, to hear from I, you. I really enjoyed our lessons tonight. I will have to re-listen again, but they were just fabulous. Thank you both very much. Wonderful. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. So, oh, that was great. Thank you, Angela. I'm closing your line, and uh, 
to 717. Your line is already opened, and uh, we would like your first name, where you're calling from, your concise question, and your gracious closing. 717. Good evening, Anne and Catherine. My name is Kareem. I'm calling from Pennsylvania. And I would like... Say your first name again. Corrine. Corrine. Oh, Corrine. Okay. And I would like to know, I'm a little bit confused about when we would get our mentors. Um, it, will the mentors be coming to us while we were, in, we were in 3D or later after we ascend, or that's the confusion part? Oh, no, well... While people are still here in 3D, it'll happen when the landings happen. Okay, very good, because I was just a little bit confused as to the whole thing. Will the mentors be in 3D as well? Ah, the mentors will be from higher dimensions. I see, and they will they, be able to connect with us. Yes, they'll, but we'll be able to see them. Wonderful, wonderful. Mm-hmm. I'm so joyful about that. That's wonderful. That's Thanks. what I understand. Do you have anything to add, Anne? Uh, I understand that they're preparing the surface now to make it acceptable to them. And we've already heard that Gaia has ascended, that Terra has ascended to fifth dimension. So mm-hmm. the planet herself is um is becoming uh, comfortable and acceptable, as I understand it, to the galactics. Um, and the, that's the whole point, so that they can walk amongst us comfortably. And many people here on the surface are have already reached uh, the ask your pendulum uh, what level you're at. You might be surprised. So uh, it's all integrating, and it's all going to work beautifully. Wonderful. Mm, I was just concerned about communication and also whether or not it would be comfortable for them because the 3D energies are so dense. So Mm -hmm. they're getting it ready for themselves. That's why they're cleaning the air and cleaning the water and getting as much of this toxicity. You know, those that come up here, they they choke and gag. (laughs) They they wonder how we're surviving (laughs) in all this soup, you know. (laughs) So they're cleaning it up not only for us but to make it accessible to them. They just can't tolerate this kind of toxicity. So it's, um, it's better for all of us. That's wonderful. Thank you so much, and endless blessings to you both for all that you do. I'm truly grateful. Thank as you. Many of us are. Thank, Thank you, sweetie. and great yeah. question. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. So let's um, ask people who have already had their question answered to touch one on their keypad. So. Mm-hmm. Their, their that would be yeah, Angela and Corrine. If you could touch one on your keypad. You'll still be connected on the phone, but you won't be in our queue. That's good. Thank you, girls. Mm-hmm. What do you think? You want to do 905? That looks strange to me. I'm not familiar with that number. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to we find might be some... surprised. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 905, tell us about yourself. Who are you and where are you and Let's hear your question and your gracious closing, okay? Yes, hello. My name is Marta, and I'm calling from the Toronto area in Canada. 
Thank you, Marja. I just want to share something, and then I do have a question, and that is the entire time that I prefer to call her Mother Tara because I just respect her so much. But uh, the entire time she was talking, I was just covered in wave after wave after wave of goosebumps, and it still hasn't stopped. So I am really excited to be so close to her. Now my question is, um, last uh, last time Mother Gaia spoke, I think I remember hearing that she's raising the islands and it was off the coast of uh, the West Coast. Is that no, correct? the East Coast, oh, in the, the Atlantic. Then, mm-hmm. Okay, okay, because I heard you saying. Um, Atlantis, and I thought we were talking Pacific, and I thought I got something confused, but obviously I misheard. So my answer, my question is answered, and I'm fine with it, and I thank you so much, and I really appreciate these wonderful Thank you. Lovely. These are great questions. Okay. Thank you. Really clear. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. So we'll close your line. Okay. And well, so you, you said four questions. I'll let you pick the last one, That's Catherine. three. Well, here's someone yeah. who has an, a name that I can't quite... Oh, the ones I know who... Oh, I don't see the ones up there anymore. Now, this is hmm. B-N-N-A. Oh, they're, they're on Skype, yeah. Bonabodi. Okay. Bonabodi. So let's. Uh, okay, we'll go ahead and open Bonabodi. Where are you, Bonabodi? <laughs> and <laughs> and where are you? And let us hear your quick question and your gracious closing. Hi, this is Anna. Hello, Anna. Hi. Um, what kind of question can I ask? I'm not sure. Oh, are you new to this? Yes. Welcome. Thank you. Well, you've heard the kinds of questions we have so far about what's happening in the world and what's happening to the planet and about our ascension. Do you have a question about some of those things? Mm -hmm. Well, what is happening with the food problem? For example, the the food sensitivity of the kids, children, and what? How is that going to be solved? Is that just the problem of the United States, or is it global? Oh, I think it's probably global. It's it, it has to do with the toxicity in the environment. It's all going to be cleansed. Oh. So, if you if you go back and listen to some of the archives of the shows, and if you read the messages under on my website, who needs light? Dot org. If you read those messages, there are, are very specific explanations about how this is all proceeding and what kind of help we're going to get from the galactics. We're going. We are already getting a lot of help. They're already working very hard to help clean up um, the oil spills and the nuclear waste and all of those things. They're you know, we're not, we don't have the kind of damage to the Gulf, for instance, and to the Pacific Ocean that you would have thought we would have. 
because they're working very hard to clean it up. Yes, and but India has all the garbages in the ocean. Mm-hmm. But that's disgusting. How did they do that? Well, the plastic. Remember, Catherine, do you remember when uh, uh, Zarea um, was, uh, had traded with Zora, when Zarea came back, he had been swimming with the mer people in the Pacific, and mm-hmm. on the floor of the ocean he saw galactics down there actually cleaning and raking up all of this. <laughs> yeah. Well, Can you believe it? Raking it up. Well, to, to you know, that was his. That was his. Yeah. Well, not. But it was that not was with the way rake. He described. Exactly. No, yeah. no. They were using whatever <laughs> equipment that Galactics used, but it was creating that effect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're helping to clean it up. Yes, that's the only way. I guess that could happen. Mm-hmm. So welcome, Thank and you. there's lots of information for you. Um, just dive in, and you're going to be amazed at what you'll learn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I think. What? How did we do? Well, we did we four. Have any? And oh, uh, we only if, have uh, If uh, Anna, would you touch number one on your keypad, honey, so it clears our queue for us. So, Anna, you just touch number one. You'll still be in the, uh, but your hand will go down. There. Thank you, sweetie. Well, well it just leaves. Uh, we're doing up. really well with these very mm-hmm. clear questions. So let's yeah. let's answer two more, and then okay, we'll let's go to nine five four ending in seven nine three zero. Let's follow in these nice footsteps of a clear first name location, question, and a very gracious closing and goodbye. Okay, who are you, 954? Hello. Come on on. Is this Nadine? Yes, we hear you. Oh, that's Nadine. This is me. Hi, Nadine. (laughs) Oh, I'm I'm so happy you guys are back. That's all I can say. Yeah, I'm so happy. That's it. That's it. Thank you, thank you. Oh, oh, thank you, Nadine. She just wanted to tell us she's happy. <laughs> well, that was quick. Okay, sweetheart, we don't want you getting carried away now. It's good to hear from <laughs> you in Florida, Nadine. I love you guys. I love you guys. Thank you. All right. Oh, honey. thank you, Nadine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Boy, be sure and hit number one now, Nadine. It'll help clear our cue for us. <laughs> and um, here is a new one, 530, ending in 1192. Who are you? Hi. Hello. It's um, I'm Madison. I was, it's not a new one, but I was on the last one, so I'm yeah, hi, Madison. calling you. And California. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering, even being um, 13 like I, is there any way I can help others ascend before me, but in a subtle way? <laughs> well, first of all, don't think of it as getting other people to ascend before you. 
I know. Then, then you're trying to push them through the portal, right? I'm not going to push them. I'm just trying. I just like subtly some things like, hey, they don't mean to do that. It's just their point of view and stuff like that. Uh-huh. That's, that's always effective. But think of it as this is your goal and your life experience that's going to be fabulous and exciting for you. And actually, your ascension is what's going to help people, help other people to do the same. Okay. So you be the one who goes first. All right, I will. Okay. It's nice to hear from you, Madison. Thank you. And, and I always like talking to you, too. Oh, thanks. Okay. So Madison has had some Uh really good questions. She's 13, Mm -hmm. and she's following closely. And I bet you she's going to be in the first wave. And other people. Well, the children, yeah, they Uh they go easily. Uh huh. All right. So well, we've got what two more? We have one more. Madison, be sure and hit number one, sweetheart. She did it. Yeah. Thank you, honey. And Nadine, you too. Hit number one, Nadine. Oh, she did. And helps us yep. clear. Yeah. Okay, there's okay. just one more. This All right, good. let's we go. Got no, the there's questions. two more. There's two oh. more. There's 706 oh, and there's right. Sunny up there. And Sunny, okay. I, I recognize her number, but we've heard a lot from Sunny, and I. it's not that it isn't valuable. It's just that... Um, we want to, if if we're limited, we want to give others an opportunity. Seven oh six, you're open. Who are you? Where are you? Quick question and gracious closing. Well, do you want to hear from me again tonight, uh, Anne? This is Ruth. I was on last night. Oh well, <laughs> hi Ruth. <laughs> well, do you have a question for us? Yes, I have something that I think that, uh, good good evening, Catherine, excuse me, I didn't mean to (laughs) run right by you with that. Um, I think I have something that uh, probably will speak to most of us. I was talking this afternoon with someone that I thought was walking uh, uh, pace by pace with me through this, uh, had been at one time, and uh, spoke about the fact that she hadn't been on uh, uh, the Hollow Earth site for about a month, knew nothing about uh, Sananda's new uh, wonderful picture and all of these glorious things that have been going on, because she really doesn't really uh, believe this stuff is really going to happen, because all it is is just talk, and we're told this is going to happen and that is going to happen and nothing's been happening, and uh, uh, then she, <laughs> she is very much involved with one of the very large sites that uh, I go there, but I don't believe a thing I read on it because it's also terribly negative, and we're not negative. Right. Um, you know, we're, we're just uplifting. We're just positive. Go, 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 team. And um, but uh, uh, and she spoke about the people that were on a, a very extensive uh, arrest list and uh, mentioning uh, some of them. And I said, oh, no, no, they have had a new heart. Oh, yeah, sure. No, mm-hmm. no, they have had a new heart. They're fine. They're just great. Well, she said, I just really can't believe that. There's no reason at all why those people should get off scot-free for what they've done. So a lot of us get this. Uh, mm-hmm. When we are trying to um, 
encourage people, trying to tell them, you know, the, the wonderful things that are happening here. And uh, I forgot what the punchline was. Because <laughs> I know that we have been told to say something to them about that, but I, I can't remember what it was. Well, I don't remember what punchline you're referring to, but we could probably come up with a good one here. <laughs> Do you remember what she's referring to, Anne? Um when people are negative like that, well, well, I saying think about Peter, bad Peter, people need to be punished. Oh, right, yeah. Well, that's never accomplished anything, but more rounds of darkness. Um, for your sake, Peter would talk about it as, you know, that's a person talking from their 1%, yeah, and they're right. not connected to their 99%. So you don't have yeah. to take it too seriously for no. yourself. But for them, um, you yeah. know, they can only receive where they are. We can't we can't screw them around this way and that way to make them fit to hear our message. If they're not there to hear it, um, they'll have to wait until there's something more compelling, like uh, landings or something. So, right. you know, there's no point in you can't win them all and and you can't convert oh. people. You're, we're just looking for the ones that were ringing their bell. Oh, you're singing my song. This is wonderful. I've been looking all my life for you guys. I get emails like that all the time to our positive mm-hmm. website and people are just they can't read it fast enough. They're so grateful for all the information. So, you know, it's, it's, yeah. There's nothing to do. If they're not ready, then uh, they're not ready right now, but at least you plan. You know, I'm going to be releasing a, a session I just had because there's there's uh, encodings in it that could help people. And also uh, there was a comment that once you have heard something, um, and it was from uh, Voltra, the cosmic psychotherapist, once you have heard something, you may not understand it, but the very fact that you heard it yes. makes a difference. It, yes. it, 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 it opens up the ability to later understand. Conversations that are had between many of us, they go out into the ether, and it becomes part of the collective mind here on, on Earth. So every word that is spoken, um, good or bad, and, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm just getting uh, so, uh, I guess I have to write a newsletter to remind people, don't dwell, I watch, talk about mindfulness, I've, I've been, uh, well, I guess all my life, ever since reading St. Germain's books, where he says, um, do not focus on, uh, avoid, what is it, criticism, uh, judgment, and uh, mm-hmm. what is the other one? Judgment, criticism, judgment, and I can't think the other one. Mm, uh, disapproval we, it, it, or something like that. Yeah, there's there's three of them. And I, just because I'm in such a rush, I can't bring it up. But I used to say it to my husband. He he was always making negative comments. I said, don't judge. You no know, criticism, judgment, or, or whatever the other one was. And mm-hmm. St. Germain says it more than once in his books. And uh, it, it's so important not to even dwell or consider. 
I, I I look at things or I hear something in the store, they're playing something, and I think, no, and I close right away. I don't want that even um, even to ponder it. it no, no we've way. We've got to watch every single Every single thought and consideration. And so um, that works both ways. So these people that are negative and, and don't, uh, that's okay. Your words were heard. Your oh, yeah. words, they can remember. If they can remember, what did I just say, and they can repeat it back, guess what? It's recorded in their brain. <laughs> it's there. And it's going to connect with other similar vibrations. My response, because she said, "Well, now I've gone and gotten you all upset." And I said, "No, not at all, not Uh at all." Yeah, Uh you know, when we can ourselves, uh, Uh you know, uh, how how we ourselves are changing. I touched on this last night, but it's just it's so it's very exciting to me every day when uh, don't lose your cool the way you used to. Right. Well, also and, and there's we can't, yeah, that's it. It's just it's it it's not fair to allow ourselves to even join into a conversation with someone that is so steadfast. It, it, we're not doing them any good and we're not doing ourselves any good. We need to get out of it and get back to our own and qualified vibrations every minute yeah. of the day. So Now you asked for a punchline, Ruth. I think you can offer something like, you know, I prefer not to dwell on the worst case scenario. I don't want to spend my time thinking about what might have been or all the bad things that could possibly happen in the world because I don't believe that that's what's going to happen unless we focus on it. And the reason we don't focus on all the negative things is because what you think about, you create. And so my policy is, I don't think about all the nightmares I've ever had in my life. I think about creating a new dream for myself. That's a long punchline, but it kind of gives them a little lesson on visualization and creating what you want in your life. And I I need to add something here. There are a lot of people who say, you know, the whole New Age idea, everything is hearts and flowers and you can't ever talk about anything bad in the world. That's not it at all. We're very aware of what the problems are. We know who the bad guys are. We know what we have to do to help out, to avoid, to work with it, and so on. And we know that they need to be probably rounded up, prosecuted, and so on. And and we are encouraging that structure to make it happen, but not because we're afraid. And that's what we talk about when we say the negative. When you go to some of these sites, it's all about fear. Mm -hmm. Prepare for the worst. Dig yourself up, up. tunnel and put all kinds of food in it because the world's coming to an end. That's fear-mongering. So we don't operate on the basis of fear. So you can make that distinction. And when you invite that and you allow yourself to read it, it's plant. you can remember that too. It just got recorded in your brain. So, you know, be... 
be mindful, everyone. You know, be selective and don't just scavenge up everything that's out there because it's, <laughs> it's in there. Now you've got to deal with it. At some time or another, that button will be pushed. So why put mm-hmm. the button in in the first place? Yeah, and why collect all the bad news? Mm-hmm. We're aware that there's bad stuff out there. We know it. We're not ignoring it, and we're not pretending it isn't there. We're just not allowing ourselves to get caught up in fear. And it's the fear that is so corrosive and destructive. So we're never going back to a place of fear. We're going to forge ahead. We're going to change what we don't like about things. And we do that by working together and raising the vibration. So if you can... I have a challenge for you, Ruth. If you can come up with a short version of that, <laughs> I'd love to hear it. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I think so that you gave a good overview, and everybody would say it in their own way. It, yeah. They would make it their own. And you've given them a good overview of the concept, and then they'll put it in their own words so that people know it's really mm-hmm. coming from them. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Have I missed the location of Atlantis? Has has that been spoken? I know it's coming, but um, I don't know. Yeah, where it's, it's off. Going. It's off the east coast of the U.S. Oh, because um, they say there's a volcano coming up off the west coast of the shoulder of uh, Africa, and all the dire things that it means for this country. <laughs> Leave it to no. the media, but. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's, I don't know if that's part of Atlantis or not, but it's in the Atlantic Ocean. Um, oh, maybe that's what they're talking about, the triangle, that, it, uh, that because of all the energy that's in the triangle, that's where it's coming up. Oh, well, yeah. however, one day we'll Yeah, I, my impression was that it's from the Bermuda Triangle, the islands, the, you know, um, from Cuba on north is where it's going to come up. Mm-hmm. I don't know how close to the shore of the U.S. it'll be, but from what I understand, it's in the Atlantic Ocean. Right. Well, thank so you I'm so much. Sure. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thanks, Ruth. Mm-hmm. All righty. So, well... I think you've done a great job, Catherine. Of course, they're growing, and I see Sunny uh, uh, took her hand down. I don't know if she intended to do that when I said I I saw her, (laughs) but I was ignoring her, which usually I'm always choosing her. But I wanted to give others an opportunity this time. So uh, let me just see. I think we'll close now. Okay, okay. and say good night to every, good morning, good evening to where you know wherever your time zone happens to be, mm-hmm. and we will continue on Sunday with Sananda. So Sunday afternoon, mm-hmm. two o'clock, and in the meantime, I'm going to begin wishing everybody bon voyage. 
and happy ascension. <laughs> that's good night, a good Bruce. thought. That, that's yeah. a good thought. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, I'll go ahead and close Ruth's line. Good night, yeah. Ruth. Nice talking with you. Okay. All right, I'm going to put on our music. Yeah, we're waiting for that beautiful music close. Here it goes. So, good night, Anne. Good night, everybody. Oh, good night, Catherine. Thanks for a wonderful call tonight. Thank you. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.